Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, uh, and I've got my radio voice on. And with me always uh, in the studio is Dural Jai Singer. <laughs> in the studio? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to? Do you want to have a second crack at in the studio? Uh, well, we're in the Zoom studio again. In the um, Zoom. We're in the Zoom uh, Broadcasting Corporation. Yes. Z- um, ZBC. But the difference, I think, this time, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dil, it's if we're not the only ones. Uh, half the population is in their Zoom studio. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. I so, think it's a bit different to that. Because um, shout out, before we start, shout out to uh, many uh, new listeners we have, uh, a lot of them from <laughs> Sydney, um, who've downloaded our episodes when we were in lockdown last time for that period of length. So You know what? You- that, yeah, we mentioned it on a previous episode. It's really nice to know that our decision <laughs> to be op- to be uh, genuine and vulnerable and share exactly what we're going through has somehow, you know, paid off down the track for those who are going through it for the first time now. So thank yeah. you to all the, thank you to the listeners who have reached out to say, uh, to say your thank you, which means a lot to us. So it, it, it actually does. just encourages us to be continuously, uh, to continue to be, um, you know, honest and vulnerable. And on that note, <laughs> fuck this fucking fuck of a fuck, fucking fuck, fucking fuck, fuck virus, fucking v- vaccine, fuck. Fucking yeah. government, fucking, fucking AIDS, fuck. <laughs> I know, I know. It is, it's kind of, I was saying, I was, I, was, I was saying to a friend of mine, if people weren't political beforehand, this has made them political because <laughs> it's just that family where everyone has an, everyone has an opinion. And, and the big one is, is people just yelling from the street corners uh, on their soapbox, even though they're not allowed to out, stand outside. And if they are, they have to be 1.5 meters, just screaming out the top of my, where the fuck's my vaccine? Where is it? Give it to me now. Cause like, like, like it's, we've, we've got friends. So no, remember, remember, remember when you sing it that octave, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. I have to then sum it back in there. Oh, you've so, said this many years. Yeah. yeah. So what so, happened? We'll, we'll, we'll get, we have to figure that out. How do I get my high pitch? So what I was singing was Offsprings, Give It To Me Baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> Give It To Me Baby. And I was saying, you to Give It To Me Scotty. But somehow when I hitched the octave, apparently Zoom is has got the years it, of a human and I'm a dog and somehow yeah, it just decides it's gone. It just, it doesn't, it, it just doesn't register. So you, you just went and then you just started singing and then we just hear literally nothing. <laughs> it's like, it's like I've put you on mood. So, <laughs> All right. So yeah. So people, so mood on mood. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just pronounce mute? Did you pronounce mute as mood? Oh my mood. God. Um, um, hey, uh, yeah, you were saying people are getting on their soapboxes. Uh, yeah. Are they literally getting on soapboxes or is it Twitter and Instagram? Well, I think, I think it's, it's of course, it's Twitter and Instagram, but uh, a great uh, person that we both love, uh, uh, comedian, content maker, Max Price, did a great one on his stories where, you know, people are just rocking up to, to vaccination centres going, well, there's no line here. I'm ready. Give me a shot. And then getting turned away. So for some people, it's just like they're screaming for vaccines. I'm one of the lucky ones. I'm one of the lucky ones that has had a double shot. But, you know, under the current circumstances, here we are. When you say double shot, I just think espresso. <laughs> I know. Which, let's be honest, having a lot of them to get through homeschooling. Because, uh, Dilly, we, we, we're all going through it. But it's this time around, it's like currently I'm doing a podcast with you, which I've been looking forward to. Um, Maya's taking over from homeschooling. So she's currently teaching science while uh, doing her job at the same time. Uh, there's a wash going. Uh, there's a homemade uh, cake uh, in the oven. It's uh, it's all systems go. But what I find interesting this time around is uh, is you know we always talk about how to deal with these things. Um, and compared to the last time we locked down, which was two weeks, which I think we both agree was one of the harder ones. But this time around, I'm just like I just cannot expect to do anything or achieve anything. And since I've made that exception and, you know, I'm the domestic god in the house, I'm handling it a little bit better than last time. Interesting. I think I'm on the opposite. Uh, Since injuring my back, obviously a lot of my regular 
healthy choices in terms of exercise and and food has been out the window. I, I initially gave into the frustrations I was feeling about the back issues, then combined with the TV show that I was filming that, needless to say, required a lot of tasting of carbs. <laughs> um, you know, uh, all the stuff that I was trying to learn and practice in the lead up to it was, you know, rotis and and fried bread and all bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? The great of, stuff. The great stuff. Or very much a non sort of like, you know, non slow carb Tim Ferriss diet stuff. But yeah. Uh, so combine, combine the fact that my um, um, physical uh, output wasn't was zero or less, yep. com- and you couple that with an increase in calorie intake, um, I have basically uh, be, you know become unhealthy. Mm. So as of Tuesday, uh, so I flew back uh, from Brisbane on Monday, uh, and then uh, back to Melbourne. And as of Wednesday, sorry, no Wednesday was it? No Tuesday. Tuesday. As of Tuesday, I uh, oh no, sorry, fuck, I've lost track of where I'm at. Wednesday. <laughs> this is honestly, this is what life has done to me. I don't even know what day of the fucking week it is. What are we? This is Thursday today. It, it, it is. It is Thursday today. Um, but 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 hey, but hey, like. I okay, understand. so three days. That's right. So this is my third day of e- e- eating better, and um, and and trying to gain gain back. So uh, when when in doubt, do the thing that worked for you. Exactly. Uh, and so what worked for me was the slow carb first diet. So when he started this Fitbed pod back in 2018, I was eating so unhealthily and not moving at all that I thought, okay, I feel like I'm not. Obviously, I'm not quite there. I'm not as bad as I was back then in terms of resisting totally. resisting diet and exercise. Uh, but I also know that, well, we know that works. So let's kick that, kick it off with that. And then maybe after a couple of weeks or so of doing this, uh, the Tim Ferriss one that I know finally did in lockdown last year, which was a bit more of a, um, um, you know, a calorie uh, counting kind of method. Uh, but we'll see. At the moment, I just need to get back into the idea that I am not going to, you know, just just binge eat ice cream whenever I feel like it totally. or just, um, you know, Maddie and I, we love bubble tea. I've gotten hardcore into bubble tea. And they're, still, having open. Like two a they're day. still open at the moment. And that's all. Bubble tea not only has this amazing sweet sugary goodness, but also the tapioca balls, I'm sure, are a carb haven. And so the combination of all of that, it's like means that I have, um, I have gotten quite unhealthy and I want to get back on track. Now, Part of the problem is, so first part, we know nutrition is key. So yep. like I said, I'll go back to uh, Tim Ferriss, which is uh, no carbs uh, or sugar for six days of the week and then seven day cheat day. Uh, and uh, which, you know, uh, I started on Tuesday and I'll do the cheat day on Saturday. So just get back under that cycle. So it's a bit of a quick one, but still uh, I'm optimistic about that because it has worked in the past and I, I just have to, as long as I stick to it, it should be fine. The, and also, I'm doing it in intermittent fasting hours, so 12 yep. to 8 p.m. These are literally exactly what I did at the start of this uh, whole adventure of you and me uh, choosing healthy options. Mm. Uh, physical activity. Now, big update on that one. I, got, I did an MRI last week. Yep. Um, so CT scan, all of that. What I've found out that apparently they're not you know, they really don't give you a great, as good a picture as MRI. You almost, it's almost, almost pointless getting a CD scan. So I have, I have a question. In the MRI, did you go into it's the sausage machine? So you like a hot dog going into a bun? Yeah. Yeah. That's a and great description. It is. And, and, and when you went in, uh, mm. did you go feet first or head first? Just like inserted my knob in there and hot dog, the hot dog fun. I just penis first. Um, I went uh, feet first. I went feet first, and yep. um, they offered me headphones to listen to uh, music. It was Jason Derulo, so I said no, thank you. I'll just uh, use that uh, time to meditate. Actually, so I did my TM, my transcendental meditation during that. Did, time. did you? Did it's you very get, loud. Did you ever get claustrophobic? Are you ever claustrophobic? Uh, I suppose I am when I'm on the tram and I'm feeling fat. <laughs> because that's true. I, no, that's I, the only time I feel like I'm taking up space, and and also as a person of color, sometimes I feel claustrophobic <laughs> because I'm like taking up space that that I'm not welcome in this country. That's the sort of claustrophobia you know I deal with. Ben. You know who's not welcome in this country? The virus, the Delta virus. That can fuck up. Anyway, no, um, no. The only reason I it say is. that. 
it is embrace this culture. It is completely immersed. <laughs> it's a simulator like a motherfucker. Um, the only reason to say that is I've had to have a couple recently with some health scares. And I don't know about you, but um, I asked if I could go feet first because I'm quite claustrophobic. But I said, no, you have to go head first in. And so what I, the only way I could do it is they said, whatever you do, if you're claustrophobic, just keep your eyes open. And I don't know, uh-huh. I just didn't have the willpower last time to do it because I'm like, just keep your eyes open, keep your eyes open. And then as soon as I open them, I just would panic. So th- what they have now, which I didn't know, is you can get goggles that have just been painted over. So you put the goggles over and you put mm. your headphones in because it's really loud and take, I don't know, one to three Valium and then just slide in there. <laughs> and, then, and then that was the only way I could actually get through it. Otherwise, you know, being, you know, yeah, a biggish bloke in that hot dog bun going fit fit. So I congratulate you for not having to go in yeah, first. Yeah, well, I suppose I suppose it depends on what's happening, right? So for yeah. whatever reason, I was able to go in um, uh, head first. I, I did get scared about them saying any metal stuff, on, like obviously, because yeah. that can get ripped out. Like if you, you know what I mean? I think it's a magnet, isn't it? It's a massive magnet that shoots through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and, so, so if you uh, have back piercings in, in your penis... Like they yeah. can just light up, yeah. And burn. So you know, if you had yeah. nipple rings or, or anything, what a, what? <laughs> how, how, what a way to go, though. Like you know, uh, but also, I remember back in two thousand and four, I swallowed a twenty cent coin, and um, uh, uh-huh. playing a drinking game, Queen's Cup, where you bounce the coin into the yeah. pot, and you're meant to take the coin out and scull your beer. I was so drunk, I just sculled a beer with the coin in it and swallowed the fucking coin. Twenty so, cent piece, did luckily. You say? Uh, 20 cents, that's a pretty big That's piece. a pretty big coin. Like, yeah, that has to go all the way through. But you would have passed. You would have passed that. You don't... It's just, like, it's not sitting there. I mean, imagine cool. passing that, though. Yeah, I mean, 2004. That's literally 17 years ago. So, yeah, totally. you know, I don't... But my theory is... Unless, I, the, I, unless that, the compound interest. So, unless, you know, that 20% is going to, you know, like $300. I mean, then you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a mint... Basically, I'm minting money through um, my digestive system. I uh, my theory about that coin is that I, I reckon I was I spewed it up at some point because I never felt passing, and I never remember passing it out, which is even scarier. I reckon if I have an anus that's big enough to push out a twenty cent coin and not notice. But you, you think know, back, but you think back then, two thousand four, massive yeah. nights on the piss, really yeah. drunk, four yeah. kebabs on the way home, and then you're just shitting, just monsters but, the next day. I reckon there's a possibility you wouldn't have even noticed. Would have heard anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would have been like blades coming out anyway, and I'm like, yeah, that's... except it wouldn't sound like a pin, like a like a like one of the pokies, like. Lick, 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 lick. You know, and it's no, how, how amazing would it be? It was, you know, those ones at the supermarket where you can put it and it rolls around in a circle till it gets down the bottom. Have you ever seen those ones? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, just yeah. love the idea that it's just, just hooning around the toilet bowl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like those circus acts where they go around in like bicycles around a, wee, a well. Um, but also, yeah, <laughs> I just love that, that I am. Oh, oh, it's also like, I thought when you said supermarket, I'm like a shopping trolley. You need to put a coin up my asshole before I move. <laughs> you then, can unlock me and move and, me around. And then when we're finished, just plug someone else into your house. <laughs> <laughs> I never realized that the shopping trolleys are a human centipede. <laughs> version of oh, <laughs> basically so going ass to mouth um so anyway so that was the mri i actually was pretty calm and relaxed in fact he kept checking in i'm like stop i'm fine like let me fucking meditate um uh, all right so then the mri uh, i've got an amazing doctor i'm a huge fan of this guy uh dr i'll give him a shout out and dr drew thompson he's yeah. been incredible um uh, and uh he has uh we discovered what i have been is a disc extrusion extrusion apparently yeah so for people who don't know what that is uh i uh i had to uh, you told me first time and i didn't know what it was i had to look at it um because i've heard of a bulge i've heard of a prolapse i've even heard of a rupture uh but an extrusion Mm. could you explain to us what exciting news that is for you (laughs) yes i um i i mean i suppose i really don't know uh, I'm Googling it. I found out last week, but I'm only Googling it now for the first time. And it is scary. So I'm looking at this picture. If you, A prolapse is where basically the 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 gel, the the little, um, the what's disc? it called? The thing in the middle? The, nu- the disc. The, no, the, the disc around the disc in the middle, there's something, right? The little jam. The jam, 
if chair. it's just pushing out on the disc. Yeah, it's just pushing out on the disc. Extrusion means like a, in my case, a size of like a jelly bean has broken off and is out and smashing it up. Now, good news is I'm not a wuss. That is the first thing we need to get out of the way. <laughs> All the pain and agony that I've been feeling has been completely validated. And it, it explains why I... Uh, I'm in so much pain for the last two months or more now, I think. Oh, actually, about exactly two months now. Yeah. I've been in continuous pain. Um, so that's crooked. nice to know that I'm for not people, just, uh... For people who don't know, uh, until, until only recently, like, I don't know how you are today, but um, it's just been walking mm. around crooked. like like, And not just a little bit, just like, you know, you've seen it sometimes on the socials. Uh, but, you know, I saw you and then you went to see a physio. Uh, and then you came back and it was the first time in ages that I actually saw you genuine, not perfectly straight, but pretty much straight up. Like, you know, it was the first time mm. I actually seen you like that. Are you still straight at the Was moment? that at the lounge? Yeah. It yeah. It, it, it comes and goes. So for example, like obviously the, the, when the, when Dr. Joe fixes me, it's sort of straight up the next day. It doesn't happen immediately. Uh, but then when I was in Brisbane, for example, I was doing shows every night. And a oh, huge thank you to our listeners who came uh, to the Brisbane Comedy Festival shows. Uh, it was awesome. I had a couple of sellouts, had an extra show that nearly sold out as well. So it was awesome, right? I appreciate everyone coming was- out. But yeah, all that, all that moving around. I, it was the first time, Ben. Normally when I get on stage, I don't really feel the uh, the agony of it. Uh, show but, his lights. Yeah, doc, Dr. Doctor Showbiz kicks in yeah. and you don't feel it. But this was the first time I was feeling it by the end of the show. So I, I wasn't in great shape. Uh, but um, Did you talk about it? Where am I going with this? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm just not in. You know what? When I talk about stuff on stage, it tends to give me a little bit of perspective and some time to kind of process it mentally before I can make fun of it or find the humor in it. Right yeah, now, I'm just in. I'm just really uh, frustrated and I'm uh, I'm struggling mentally. Um, I'm coming out the other end. So I told the doctor, I'm like, you got to give me something that I may do uh, physically because I didn't realize how much of my mental uh, well-being is linked to physical activity. And so um, he has given me permission to do 20 to 30 minute walks. Uh, That's pretty good. Times three. So I can do like one in the morning, one in the other one, but I can't do it continuously. Um, so that's something, you know what I mean? And I've already got my walk out of the way. So like that, I'm slowly, slowly trying to uh, rebuild and get back on track with stuff. Now, the mental aspect of what I'm struggling with, I suppose, is something that, uh, you know, is about not getting angry at my body. Like, it's really um, it's tough. I'm coming out the other end of it. But right now, uh, the feeling is, you know, could you and I both put so much effort into trying to uh, maintain you know, healthy uh, physical activity, and when your body shuts down on you, it's almost like it's almost like we, for you and me, it was such a mental anguish to get moving that we managed to break through that mental barrier and get to that point of genuinely enjoying physical activity. And now the body's like, nah, fuck yeah, we're gonna make it harder for you. Now, the way I'm reframing that frustration or the pain, really, what I'm feeling is uh, I'm just trying to focus on the fact that I'm looking at it as feedback. So if my back's hurting, it's just saying, hey, you know, here's something that you should have, uh, you know, you need to work on because, you know, when you're older, it's going to be terrible. So we're going to give you these pain receptors now to tell you to chill, the f- like make chill sure you get out. a stronger core and make sure you don't, not chill the fuck out as much as, but being very conscious. If you're going to lift weights, please be careful when you're lifting weights. That's how I'm trying to process it. And obviously it works sometimes, but there are then mornings like today where I went for my walk and I saw so many people jogging and I was like, oh, cool. Good on you guys. Well done. Well done. Well done. Good on you guys for getting healthy. And then I'm like, but I want to do that. Why can't I do that? I want to run. And then, and then getting like hit with this feeling of like this fucking stupid back. And then I'm like, no, 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 come on. Like, you know, you, you'll get back there again. You, you've been in a worse situation. Like it's a real roller coaster. So I go from switching between positive about my body to then immediately being met with, uh, with anger and frustration. And then immediately going back to, no, 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 this is still good. And you know, like, it's a real roller coaster where sometimes I'm like, oh, how cool I get to, you know, rebuild again. Because I do love that rebuilding element of 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 myself. Like like already these last couple of days I've been starting to tick off a few things that I've been put on the back burner because of um because of so many different work stuff like between Brisbane and and things like that. That I'm like, oh, okay, I can get back on track with these little little bits and bobs. And I and I do feel a sense of fulfillment and accomplishment. Uh and and, and I feel like it's 
it works both ways. This concept, you know, it's a combination of two tiny little things. So it's like the back issue, then the um, then the fact that we went in lockdown, you know, how much work I lost in the one go, and then the frustration of not having the vaccine, and then the the my my family struggling with with lockdown, and and um, you know, uh, my brother in Mumbai and all that stuff. Then there's uh, Maddie, who you know I brought over here to come and hang out with me in Melbourne, and now I'm like, yeah. oh fuck, we're in lockdown to get like yeah. it's a it's a whole series of things, right? So similarly though. Given that it's not the one thing that you know is you know it all little by little contributes to me feeling negative, I'm flipping that on its head by going okay the same way, I just need to do little little things along the way, and then slowly rebuild back to positive. So you know for example yesterday just did a ton of work, uh, um, you know regarding my taxes and things like that, and just like starting small, starting at tiny tiny bits, taking that off, moving on to the next one, taking that off, moving on to the next one, and genuinely. It, it it genuinely feels like you are, like I feel heaps better just purely by kicking off a few things off my list. You know what I mean? And so that's why when you said like this lockdown is the, uh, you you want to have no expectations of what you want to get done. I, I feel like I did that with the last one and I'm, I'm going in the opposite direction here. I, I, wanted, I want to be able to really refocus and almost be a little bit not unkind to myself but like hard on myself to stick to some of these routines including you know drinking fucking three liters of water a day uh i am you know cheers to that yeah i i've become so bad at the water drinking thing i was drinking like five cups of coffees a day i'm back to now uh maybe like uh one long big long black so it's about three shots you know so i'm slowly slowly letting, letting go of that as well so yeah, man, I'm just trying to to reset and regroup and start again. That's all we can do. And and that's that's great, Dilly. And also, I think you know, for people listening, I think uh, they sometimes forget that you know, as much as this is lockdown 5.0, we have learned a lot from the past four lockdowns. Uh, what works for us and what doesn't work for us, and and I think that's where mm-hmm. it really depends on what stage of your life you're at. Is uh, is that that kind of shapes you know, what you're going to do. Like, you know, I think, I think for me, I think this is the first lockdown, which I'm like, yeah, both of us. And you know, we're not the only ones out. We've got friends with who own cafes and all that kind of stuff. Lockdown is pretty brutal and we lose a lot of work. But the thing I actually enjoy and I actually believe is unlike all the big ones last time, I know it will come back and that's pretty exciting. And that's, and that's a pretty it's a good feeling to have knowing that, you know, and it could be three months, it could be six months, but I know that in the end it does come back. And so knowing that I was like, okay, well, if I know that, then at the moment now it's like, well, how do I deal with this one? Now we're doing really well in Melbourne because we've been through it before and hopefully we'll come out of lockdown. But for a lot of parents out there, especially, you know, listeners from Sydney who are just like, oh, hang on, I've got both kids at home. How am I supposed to do a full-time job? and do homeschooling and do the washing and do the cooking and do the cleaning and all that kind of jazz. It's really hard. But the fun thing this time I had is like, I was like, well, if I want an hour to myself or even an hour and a half, then I've got to find time to do that. So my main morning ritual, which is just absolutely just kept me going is, you know, I'm lucky, but I wake up at quarter to six. I go outside, I turn the sauna on, I go back to bed then the alarm kicks on at 6.25. I jump in the sauna. Uh, I then do my meditation. I listen to a little bit of an audio book. I have my cold shower. I walk into the, into the bathroom, uh, do some balancing exercises, have my vitamins, and then 7 o'clock kicks in. And that's when, you know, I become, you know, the house husband doing all the cooking and cleaning. And But now, because I've had that time beforehand and I'm doing it every morning that now, even though I have the kids and do everything from seven till eight o'clock at night without without a break, this time I'm actually enjoying it a bit more because I'm not putting any of my pressure going, oh, well, I need to you know, do this and I need to do that and I need to do that. My time will come when the kids go back to school and care. But at the moment now, it's like, well, what's the one thing that can put, give me uh, the best opportunity to be the best dad out there to help my daughter who you know finds it hard with lockdown again or my partner who's working full time from home and that's where it's like I just didn't have that ability in the last one um I wanted to do that but I didn't and then you know in like you said bad food kicks in or you throw out your rhythm but then yeah this time it's kind of 
it's kind of it's kind of it's yeah for some reason and i guess i explain those reasons knowing that the work will come back but also knowing that you know this time shall pass as well and so if mm. i'm here i might as well enjoy the fact that you know we're getting through the last bit of the tour de france together on the couch or the olympic games are mm. coming uh and that you know we get to watch silly sports on the couch together and knowing that you know the kids are happy they're safe they're healthy even though you know they are struggling their own it's kind of funny i get to the end of the day and and this is what is so funny it's like yeah i could watch a movie or i could turn on netflix or i could scroll endlessly through in uh, insta reels but then i get so excited to just talk to my partner and go to bed as early as i possibly can because i know that when i wake up that little period in the morning when the sun comes up i'm mm. sweating up a storm uh uh that yeah that's my time and then you know and then when there's more time available that that's great and and so yeah it's just been a bit a bit more comforting this time around rather than you know like and it's great like i like your one which i've been doing as well it's like i have on my things to do that i was like do a little bit of tax if you do get a chance or the kids are you know on their zoom lesson you know do the thing where you have to print off whatever you need for your tax. And so uh -huh. it's just chipping away at the boring thing that you wouldn't really want to do. But in lockdown, you're like, well, if I'm going to do one thing, tax is probably a good one because it's benefit down the track because I've got to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And true, yeah, I think the key factor in both those approaches is that we're both choosing to be kind to ourselves. Because yeah. you're, uh, because it, it might seem like, you know, I'm, I'm putting on too much expectations on myself or whatever to try and get shit done and blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, it 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 is unkind to myself if I continue to eat, you know, oh. binge eat and drink bubble tea and eat uh, ice cream every every opportunity I get and have heaps of oh man, so much fried chicken. By the way, shout out to a new uh, Melbourne favorite of mine, a place called Gangam Pocha. Ooh, Great Lord, Great so fucking delicious! I can't wait to get stuck into it on cheat day again this Saturday. But um, I yes, love I love it. Someone said to me recently, and I was like, so you've quit booze still? I was like, yeah. And they're like, have you quit cigarettes? I was like, yeah, yeah, I quit them. And they're like, have you quit anything else? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, what, like drugs? I was like, well, no, I don't do them anyway. It was like, what have you quit? And I was like, oh, fat, fried and tasty, situated around the corner. I quit that about 13 months ago. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Just because once I start, you know, like what's that, what's that KFC uh, expression? Once you... No, that's, uh, that's Pringles. No, 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 no. There's another one. The uh, finger licking good. Once yeah. you, or, or is that Pringles? Once you Pringles pop, is you once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah, you, you, you've got your, <laughs> you've got your fat food all confused. The last time I was at Fried and Tasty, I was stoned. I was, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was, um, uh, ironically, I was at the top of your road because um, um, it's around your corner. So I found a little corner. Um, uh, it's quite dark your street there. Had a nice little. Uh, little uh jazz cigarette and then went in there i put my order in i first ordered went and fired that up and then walked back down and i had the best times uh date on my by myself stoned and eating a fucking load of heaps of i mean there was no there was no pretend like they would have known what's going on here i was just yeah. the well, host... I, I do laugh sometimes because you know it's yeah it's near my house and I, and when i do walk past it there are occasionally where i'll just see like maybe a group of five like teenagers, mm. <laughs> just all really quiet with red yeah, eyes. Yeah. Just a yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. there's the one Sri Lankan man by himself <laughs> as well, really quiet, but eating food for about five teenagers. Um, yeah, so I think the key thing is that we're both being kind. Because for, for me, for you to be, to be kind to yourself is to allow yourself to enjoy this time with your family, to be mm. able to give yourself that time with the sauna and all of that, uh, and be a good, a good husband and good dad. Do you know uh, what I love and now, And, Dil? and for me, it is... Love. Sorry, yeah, and for me, it is about realizing that, oh, that it was good initially while I was dealing with the stress of my back and all of that stuff. It would have been unkind to put hard rules about food and, and, and exercise. Like, I literally shouldn't be exercising when I was in that pain. But now it's tipped to the other point where I think it's unkind if I keep allowing myself to just give in to my, my um, uh, you know, binge eating and, and lazy um, uh, lazy vibes. Because the well, kind well, thing is to re, re bring back some control. So, you know, I don't know if you ever did this at school, but you, so you have something the size of a jelly bean floating around your body, right? Is that, is that how? It, I don't know if it's floating. I think it's dangling. It's da <laughs> it makes it sound so much gross. So, <laughs> oh, so, so it's dangling. Okay. So it's not loose. So, so. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because when you said to I, me, 
When you yeah, said to me, like, I was like, it's like having a jelly, like you said, it's like having a jelly bean in, like, in your body. And then all I could think about was, I don't know if you did this at school, where you had to guess the amount of jelly beans in the yeah. jar, right? Yeah. <laughs> so in my head, I was like, oh, Dill's just got one jelly bean in there. Um, but does that mean, like, they have to take it out or you just don't know? So this is what uh, majority of disc extrusions or a fair few disc extrusions have to be done with surgery. Yeah. Um, they, uh, the doctor reckons that I might be uh, able to get away with not having surgery. And um, I think there's an injection at the worst case scenario that I have to get that sort of, I think, basically makes it smaller or something. I don't know. I, I yeah, don't ask yeah. questions um, at this point. Because what he reckons is he's seeing that I'm seem to be um, responding well to the physio, the treatment. Okay. So hopefully it's going to be something that can be managed without um, surgery. But uh, yeah. yeah, even as I'm saying it, I'm starting to feel like a real wave of darkness hit me. Just talking about like the idea of having to deal with this for the next couple of more months and things like that. So yeah, which is which is. Which is tricky, and and for someone who's had lots of back injuries, which I think is the some the, the one thing I've taken over the last six months is, you know, when you do get exercise, do the like you're the one thing you love doing is running, and you can't do that anymore. Mm. But then you know the goal of being able to do that again, and for me, it's like you know, like my one was squash, which I you know I can still do just, but mm. my focus is I can do riding, so that's my main one where I'm just you know I've got the you know I've got the bike rack on on top of the car, so if we go somewhere, I can ride back. Like I I did a ride from. Uh, Brunswick all the way out to Mordialy, which was my mm. biggest ride. It was about forty-five kilometers. So I'm trying to build up the the legs to be able to do it. But I was like, well, as long as I can keep doing that, then I'm fine and not pushing myself. But then I was always thinking, I was like, well, I can do all the stuff that's fun. But then the one thing that, that has really been pushing me is the Pilates stuff. Now, now we're in mm. lockdown, I can't go to the to the class. But I'm just like, oh, that's the one where it's like, oh yeah, I re- do really need to work on my core like that's the, mm. the one thing i avoid the the least out of all of it and it's just like if i could just get into that daily thing or even like a couple of days a week just to focus on the core a then couple I, of days then then i'd just be because i've noticed you know wrestling with my son again that um occasionally when there's some twists and turns i was like oh no he's too strong i can't do what i used to be able to do where i can swing him from one side to another because then i'm just too scared that i'll do another disc and then you know before all i know it i'll be in, in a similar position but yeah, at the moment now, mm. it's that thing. I was like, oh, I know that I'm getting a ride tonight because I've got a little bit of work, which is great. And I get to ride to it. And that's mm. the exciting bit because, you know, in lockdown, you, you know, you, you can't do as much. But yeah, at the moment now. Oh, Are yeah. there, so the show, I know the show you're going to be doing. So is there going to be an audience for the show? We're going to be the audience. So, uh-huh, so crew and stuff. So, um, understood, understood, understood. so I was, it was uh-huh. nice enough. But the thing I have uh, appreciated, which is is uh, my new love um, for doing the washing. I love doing washing. Um, now, whether it's uh, a task that I do, but I don't know if you have that same thing where, you know, when you do something, like if you polish some shoes and at the end, the, the reward is how good the shoes look. Like, if you ever had mm. that, that? Well, mm. with washing, there is something so satisfying about having an empty washing basket <laughs> to the point where it's like, I, I, it's like, you know, and also I've got this drying mechanism where, you know, we're sort of very European within a small house. So we dry the clothes up high, but then I've got the heating vents going a certain way. And if I keep those doors closed, it turns into sort of like a heater because we don't have a wash up. But like, even then, like at the moment now, just before the podcast, bit of a spring in my step because I just walked past and I was like, Wow, look at that. Both washing baskets finished. There's a wash hanging up. All sauna towels are ready to rumble. I'm just like, okay, I'm in a great space. And then all it'll take is, you know, a little bit of kids washing because kids get dirty all day. But it's kind of funny. And then my partner's just like, I don't care what's going on here. But the fact that I don't have to do washing is the greatest thing in the world. And I'm like, yeah. And part of me with the dishes, the same thing. I was like, okay, well, if I'm a house husband for the time being, I'm okay with this. Like, I'm okay. And then, mm. you know, I actually started looking at stain removal stuff because like, I'm not happy with the current stuff we have now. <laughs> what do you use? I go with Omo. Omo is my go-to. We've just got this normal stain remover that we bought from Aldi. But, you know, I feel like uh, oh, for, yeah. for years I was just, you know, and every person who was born in the 80s and 90s, just the nappy sand commercials were just drilled into you. And for the first time ever, I actually genuinely want to try nappy sand. So, so well, nappy sand is always, uh, you know, I've always asked, um, uh, you know, 
professional, like when we when I'm on a production or something like that, I ask them what they use, you know, because they're obviously going to be using the good stuff. Yeah. And yeah, Napisan is the the go-to for uh, whites, you know, 100%. But, it's uh, just... but also, yeah, Napisan is not a brand anymore, isn't it? Like, it's sort of like, is, is, isn't Napisan now like the, oh. the I, I don't know, I'm, I could be wrong, because I can't find the word Napisan like, anywhere. Like Tupperware. Is like that, Tupperware that... yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or like, you know, Kleenex, you know, people say Kleenex for any yeah. kind of tissue i think I, I could be wrong i'm completely stabbing in the dark here but my understanding seems to be that nappy sand is now like the um is now the generic term for that particular product that is a whitening agent um and this is why people tune into fitbit for the heavy <laughs> journalism around laundry laundry branding that's that's why we tune into fitbit folks but but it's it's, it's kind of funny because you know when you are in lockdown and that's We're why pivoting. We're but, but, but that's why I just, it always cracks me up. It's like, well, you know, some people, you know, go paint their deck or they redo the veggie garden. But you know, yeah. it's that thing where it's like, well, you know, once you've done five, you yeah. are you, you focus on the next little thing, which has to nine out of ten times be in your house. And that's why, you know, we wish you all the best in Sydney. We wish you all the best and we hope that you get out of it. But it's just so funny when you see how we're reacting to it. It's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm not going to the florist because it's not essential services. But, you know, like, you know, a friend of mine spoke to her friend. She's like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm working at the florist today. And she's like, isn't it lockdown? And she's like, no, I've got to go to work. And I was like, but who, how does, and she's like, yeah, it's like you're selling flowers in the middle of a lockdown. Now, they've shut it down now but for the first three weeks. In the middle of the lockdown, you can go get flowers. Now, last time I checked, if you're going to get flowers... It's because you're going to go visit someone, which you're not supposed to do. Because I was going to defend the flowers. I was going to be like, oh, you know what? If someone's feeling down, you know, you can send some flowers over and cheer them up or something, yeah, right? Yeah, which is, which is, which, but which you're is right. Absolutely. If it's, if it's and, coming with someone visiting someone, you're spot on. And then people go, hang on. Because I got a bit of pushback. I was like, oh, hang on, hang on. Because what happens if you just want all the flowers online and you don't mm -hmm. go visit that person? I was like, yeah, but the delivery guy visits you. <laughs> There's still people yeah. moving. <laughs> I, I I think you've, that's valid. That's that's true. It is about just realizing that um, you know, and, and also what now, is actually essential right now. And it's also it's kind of funny. It's like occasionally, like I'll just have an earpiece on and I'll have the news on, and it's just so funny because you've got three different states in lockdown with three different approaches, and mm. it's kind of funny where you know for the first time ever you're like actually you know we did the hard yards and we've learned a lot, and as much as you and I and it affects us so much it's like well let's just do what we need to do hard and fast and then bang we're out and we can uh, start doing it again but uh, you know like there's a couple of times where i'm like Mink minky deserves to go to school you know she's had this is her second year and she's not had a full term of going ah, to school that's heartbreak and that's you know and you and, and you and it's hard to it's hard to watch where you're just like oh we're going to the museum or we're going to have swimming and it's like no, every term has been disrupted, you know, and then by the end of the year, it's been two years and, and she's only been to school for maybe, you know, a year. So of it. if you don't mind me asking, paint me a picture last week or two weeks ago that the rumors that we were going into lockdown um, uh, kicked off and it was officially decided on the Friday or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah Thursday. When, when do you tell your daughter and your son? Oh, Which no, she, she tells us when she walks out of the classroom, hey, Daddy, we're going to lockdown. Woof, woof. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because the school tells them. So okay. so the school tells them, and then, but then it's the period of like, oh, how long it's going to be. But the, mm. the thing, and this is a compliment as, you know, Minka does genuinely, it, as much as it can affect it, but she really enjoys lockdown. And that's when Ma and I just go, well, it's probably because we make house, you know, home life too fun. If we were more annoying, <laughs> then she'd want to go to school. But that's but that's the advantage for people with kids in care at the moment that, you know, yeah, our son goes to daycare. And you can, you know, for him, it's, th things are pretty normal, uh, except he gets more time with, uh, especially dad, when he comes home because, you know, I'm not flying out late afternoon or early evenings mm. to go work. So, yeah, it's... It's funny, but it, but also sometimes it takes. Oh, and then I've got to be very careful because I feel like they can hear me. But at the moment now, we live in a in somewhat a, uh, a gentrified suburb uh, here in Brunswick. So there are people uh, with uh, more money than others, and the spectrum of the middle class can span somewhat. But for some reason, I understand why people are doing this. But every second person in her class, in our neighbourhood has got a cavoodle. They've bought a brand new cavoodle. Now, if you don't know what a cavoodle is, it's a cavalier no. cross yeah. 
poodle. With the noodle. Uh, oh, the, noodle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the noodle. The other one is a toy poodle, um, uh, uh, which um, uh, for people who don't know, Alan Bro, uh, who I see regularly uh, in the neighbourhood, he just got one uh, himself, which I've been cuddling lots. But the problem is now my daughter wants a dog and every day it's like I want a dog. And the pester power is fine if they go to school. But it's every, we're doing homeschool. It's like, I need a dog. I need, I love the, I need a dog. Not, I want a dog. I need a dog. And it just doesn't help that every second kid on Zoom class has a dog, including one of her good friends who lives around the corner. And it's just that thing where I was like, I, first time ever, we're pretty good at holding, like just holding the line. Mm. But even I'm slowly breaking. But I was like, I don't know how much I can, it, on average, it's at the moment now, 40 to 50 times a day we talk about getting a dog and we're not getting one because we just don't think it's fair but it's the pest of power in lockdown which a lot of parents are going through at the moment where without what's just... that word pest of power pest of power that's what, what it's called that... what does it mean so, so pe- you're pestering so you're pestering someone to do something oh okay pest to power so we call it it's pest of power so that's how they do it. So they're just like, it's, 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 it's such an amazing skill to have. And kids are just so good at it because they can just go on repeat. And yeah. You just, you can, and you can turn around the conversation and you can do all the things you can do. You can talk about it, let them feel what they need to feel. And then just seconds later, but when are we getting a dog? When well, we you know, that, that reminds me of my fucking brain at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Like, honestly, it's identical because I can say all the rational thinking, like say, go back to the thing about my body and not hating my body. I'd be like, you know, okay, this is okay. Because think about it. This could be a lot worse. You could, um, this extrusion could have been something that requires surgery. You you, you most likely look like you won't need surgery. That's a huge positive. You're responding well to the treatment. That's a huge positive. And now, you know what? You're allowed to walk. How good is that? Like some people, you know, we had someone message us, uh, telling us that they, you know, started running, uh, but this is about six, seven years ago, and they got hit by a car, and now they, you know, they can't, they can't run anymore, and so they, you know, like that level of gratitude and appreciation and perspective is something that I absolutely, you know, run through as a, you know, script in my head, going, yep, this is all positive, this is all positive, this is really great, and you know, in a couple of months I'll be probably, hopefully, back to normal and all of that, and then my brain's like, yeah, but when are we running? And why are we why are we unfit again? Like that's all my brain can focus on. You're going, yeah. hey, hang on, why 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 can't we wear that t-shirt anymore? That used to be fine two months ago. Why is, why are you scared to wear that now? Put that on. Why why am I why why am I seeing boobs again? You know, like it's just fucking relentless. Yeah. And I can't. I feel like this sounds identical to what you're going through with kids because <laughs> it's just like they're like, yeah, yeah, this is all makes sense. But also, when are we getting a dog? The, yeah, and, but also, I guess that's the one advantage is it drowns out all your other securities because you don't have time to think about them. <laughs> so, what do you mean? So sometimes it drowns out my insecurities because I don't have time to think about it. I'm just putting out spot fires at home. Can't do this, can't do this, can't right, do this. Right, right, right. And then, you know, and the thing, you know, yeah. about it is just like, whatever you do, just don't. Don't buy that tub of ice cream. Don't buy that family pack of Tim Tams for the one time, for the one day a week that you get to go shopping. It is tempting. It is tempting when you're in that supermarket and it feels like a candy store because you haven't been out all week. But don't buy it because if you buy it, you will eat it. And not only will you eat it, you will make love to it. You will shove it in your mouth and you will just eat it. that's That's the big one. That is just so dangerous is when you do get that chance to do, you know, essential shopping. So, you know, getting the usual mm. flyers, JB Hi-Fire, you know, florists. No, just going to the supermarket and getting what you need. Because that's the other one I love. It's like, it's of all everything that's happening that just cracks me up is, and I never heard our Premier say this, but just when things are going to shit, the Premier in front of millions of people in Sydney goes, hey guys, we're in lockdown. Just, just need to reiterate this. That when you go shopping, <laughs> please don't browse. I'm like, who's browsing in a pandemic? <laughs> who's going, oh, 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 what do we need today? Now, anyway, oh, hang on, there's my neighbor. Let me have a little bit of a chat. Hey, how you going? <laughs> like, it's just, and, yeah. and that, and that's the thing. Like, we, you, unfortunately, and you know, for new people who are new to lockdown, there's a possibility we may be doing this until we're all vaccinated. And we may be doing this. We're talking about 5.0. It could be 6.0. It could be 7.0. But who knows? By the end of the year, we may have cracked, you know, cracked double figures. But what we can do is at least try and learn 
from something you've done the time before and then, you know, try and tweak it for the next lockdown. Because otherwise, mm. if you just booze on and eat everything, you're just going to feel shit every time. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's, that's again, a very sincere level of, like, excitement that I have going, okay, well, you know, I've let, like, lost track of uh, my diet and exercise and things like that in these last couple of months with work stuff. Now there's no work. Here's a chance to reset a little bit. Go back, you know, yep. claw back a little bit. And, and and also in terms of the inability to run, like that is something I genuinely am like, oh, cool, because running is my source of so much comfort. Um, you know, remember last year I did like 333 days without breaking uh, every day I was working out, doing some nice. kind of workout, right? And uh, and that included when I had this back issue last year where I just kept, you know, walking for 10 minutes or something like that. Um, so I'm like, good, like this is, again, another chance for me to learn something new, something like uh, about patience, something like I'm, I'm reframing this entire thing as a, a, almost like a chance to really build up that muscle of um, – uh, of being able to resist temptation and build up that that muscle that is able to stay focused and stay motivated in spite of feeling shit. Um, because also, unlike last time, like this time, you know, uh, Maddie's here with me. And obviously, um, that's really nice. For example, like I try and in terms of work, I'm trying to clock off at around five or six or whatever. And then we get to make dinner together and things like that. Whereas last time I was completely, you know, alone in all of that. Yeah. Totally. Uh, but so also- she's there still now with you now. Correct. Yeah. And oh, yeah, she, the, yeah. Poor, the poor thing has to, when she goes back to WA in a couple of weeks, has to quarantine <laughs> quarantine for two more weeks and missing work and all of that shit as well. Uh, and uni as well. But uh, but also on the flip side is like, I'm able to realize how much when I, you know, we, I've displayed many times on this podcast, like if I set my mind onto something, I get it done. And, and it's nice to remind myself of those things. Like these last couple of days, you know, she, if she's having like bubble tea or ice cream or whatever, I'm not feeling the pangs of wanting it because I'm so kind of committed to when I've told myself, this is what we're going to do. I, I'm really proud that I have that ability to go. Yep. That's fine. Everything around me can do whatever, like, you know, can happen. But for me, my goals, this one is, you know, I, I don't see, I don't, um, how do I, how do I say this? I don't deviate from my goals. If I've given myself an honest, honest chat to myself. Do you know what I mean? Like it, I, I really like that, that, that this period will help me reiterate that and give me that self-confidence again. Yeah. Which is great. And, and I think that's, I think that's a good point to kind of end on because, yeah, because you know, that, you know, that, that's, all, that's really all you can do now, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and just, I had a fantastic quote. I had a fantastic quote uh, on Tom Billu's podcast uh, or uh, YouTube channel Impact Theory, where this guy was saying that you can, uh, you, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Meaning yeah. that while you're here, while your while your things are a little bit better, just train yourself. Train yourself to work on your your work, your your physical activity, your meal plans, whatever it is train yourself to to if you're you know in a good space so that in case things really get to shit you you still have the ability to navigate that and 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 yeah i totally agree and it's also it's those little things where you, you know you can trial stuff up and if it works for you it works for you if it doesn't it doesn't if it doesn't work for you it's not a failure do you know what I, mean? like I, th- I think 100%. that's i think that's the one thing like at the moment now you know i'm churning through books because you know, I'm just like, I've, you know, I've joined Audible and I'm just going through them. And, and even though I'm, I, I like reading, but, you know, I'm trying to read after a full day with the kids and doing yeah. everything that I fall asleep after two minutes. But if I'm in the sauna, I'm listening to an audio book. You know, mm. funny, it's so funny if you do that for two weeks straight and you're listening to, you know, 25 minutes a day. Before you know it, you've read a book. I, so uh, it's just, yeah. weird, it's weird things like that that you're just like, oh, yeah, well, actually that, that one's working for me because reading, you know, for 20 minutes before bed, it's not. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I I like a quote or something like it's only a failure if you don't learn from it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like setbacks and not hitting the mark and missing the mark or failure is always going to be there. But if yeah. you don't learn from it, that's a true failure. And uh, and if you're on Audible, I'm I'm sure you're listening to my stand-up special bundle of joy. Yeah, yeah. Well. yeah. and on repeat. 
So, <laughs> that's good. So, that's good. That's good. Um, hey, before we go, uh, look, uh, I want to do a special shout out to uh, all the Patreons that have stuck with us. Uh, mm. We really appreciate that. We have yet to get our July one out, but um, it, we just without you guys, um, we would really struggle to uh, continue the pod. So we can't thank you enough. So if you love us uh, and you want to support us, uh, Patreon, $5 a month, there are still heaps of episodes mm. on there and we will uh, endeavor to get one out as soon as we can. But uh, yeah, Patreon guys, only five dollars a month uh, to become a squash mm-hmm. dog. We 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 love your support, and we really appreciate it. So I just really wanted to really just, uh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, um, and just to finish on a positive note, we got this lovely email that I want to read out. Uh, I found out about the pod uh, after hearing Dill on philosophy. Sound like a fun idea, but I never listened to an episode. At the start of April this year, I stood on the scales at one hundred and thirty-eight kilograms. Something I had to change. Coincidentally, mate posted a photo on Facebook showing his weight loss journey. I sent him a DM and he told he told me what he's done. Change his diet up and exercise daily. I chose to cut out most carbs like bread, sweets, ice cream, chocolate. For me, that was a big step. Nothing for me to eat. A whole pizza and garlic bread just to watch the footy on the drive to work. I haven't had any pizza since I made the change. I rarely have a bowl of ice cream. I've also taken a cycling, listen to the podcast on the bike. I've got a UE speaker that attaches to the top tube because <laughs> I hate exercising with the earphones in. What is that really? So it's on the bike. Yeah. My first ride, I listened to Fitbit. I was hooked. I got to the stage now where Fitbit is the only podcast I listen to on the bike. And I made a rule that I can only listen to it while I exercise. Awesome. I started <laughs> a lot of people at- do I started episode one and I'm working my way through it. I'm up to episode 34. I've even dropped enough weight that running doesn't hurt anymore. So if I go for a run, I allow myself to listen to an episode two. My latest weigh-in was 118 kilos. Wow, that's 20 kilos uh, uh, weight loss. I feel fantastic. I've cut out a large chunk of my belly and I'm at the point where I need to start shopping for new clothes. Clap it out. Great timing. Sydney is in lockdown and new jeans are probably not essential right now. At least I can get to the local bike path and pump out 35 kilometers fairly easily. For me, that's two pods in an exercise session. Today, I ran 5K in 31.29. Clap it out. March year. March last year, I did it in over 34 minutes. By this time next year, hopefully, I'll have caught up to the podcast and go, go back to listening to uh, Bill Simmons and Nick's uh, film school on the bike. Amazing work. Uh, Amazing. Shout out to Josh. Thank you so much, Josh, Very for well done, Josh. emailing us and letting us know about that. We that genuinely... That. Uh, what a great feeling. What a great, yeah. great feeling to and know that. And um, we love hearing that from uh, from uh, listeners who, you know, have their achievements and also the new listeners who have just arrived and started from episode one and, you know, have been, you know, handballed a new, you know, a new podcast going, oh, what is this? But then mm. so glad to see us, you know, still going and still doing what we're doing. And yeah. I think, you know, without Fantastic. you guys, we wouldn't really keep doing it. Excellent. All right. Take care, Betty boy. Uh, Say hi to that gorgeous family of yours. We will. And look after yourself and listeners again. uh, Trust me, lockdown does end. Sometimes it it, it feels like it doesn't. uh, And especially when you're on uh, Groundhog Day, uh, especially with kids at home uh, who find it challenging as well, it does end. So just so you know, it does end. All right. Take Uh, care. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.